0: It doesn't matter what you wanted five minutes ago. It doesn't matter what made you happy. And that's why I bring it up. It doesn't matter what made you happy a year ago. If it doesn't work anymore, give yourself permission to acknowledge that what used to work may not work anymore. Because guess what? You're evolving, (laughs) whether you want to or not. You are growing and expanding. And you are literally on a cellular level, not the same person you were before.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another epic episode of High Vibe It. It's your home, girls. Kelsey Aida, transformation facilitator and author, and Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist, world renowned hypnotherapist. <laughs> I wasn't and sure if I coach. should introduce you or if you were going to introduce me. Okay,
0: so real, real quick, we, I was listening back to episodes because we have an amazing clip episode coming up, highlights of the past episodes. And I remember what, like, I used to we used to introduce each other and then we used to take turns introducing ourselves it's so cute we should really start to go back to that we were adorable <laughs> we and were really not were.
1: anymore what are you trying to say we are adorable
0: but like in a year when i listen back to this episode i'm gonna be like oh but i missed that it was so cute i'm kelsey and i'm Lindsay, and it was just really cute anyway <laughs> We should do that again. But (laughs) yes, we are here ready to rock and roll. And we have a very, very, very fun episode for you guys today. Kelsey, tell them what it is.
1: Yeah. So today we're talking about something that I can pretty confidently say universally, pretty much everyone is striving for, wanting to create more of, and that is happiness. So we thought it would be great to just dedicate a whole episode to practices and habits and ways to cultivate more happiness on a daily, weekly, monthly, annually level. <laughs> and it's going to be fun and joyous. I think for us to be happy recording the happiness episode is really aligned. So it's yeah. going to be a good one.
0: And I will mention at the time of this recording, it is one day after the end of retrograde, which is not going to really mean much by the time it airs, but I I feel it. And so We're I think that lighter. could be... Yes, it could be like contributing to these already like sparkly feelings because we don't always, as much as we want to, we don't always show up super sparkly. We got stuff, right? Like everybody else. Uh, but today's today's a good day. I'm happy to get into this happiness piece. Let's Heck do it. Yeah,
1: I'm not having a Monday meltdown today. Today's a great day, me. <laughs> Monday meltdown.
0: Ooh, you, you know, are having a moderation
1: today. Every once in a while, you just got to have a meltdown on a Monday. You know, yeah. I don't know. That just happens yeah. to me sometimes, but
0: better yeah, than so- a Friday.
1: True. So today we are talking about happiness habits. And before we started recording, we were like, well, you know, happiness is such a broad topic. Like what specifically do we want to dive into? And I'm always just writing little tidbits in my notes, whether I want to turn it into a book or a course, or just an idea to share on Instagram. So I had this one tidbit that I wrote a long time ago that says, here's what I've learned about happiness so far. And then I dove into like the five top things that I feel like contribute the most to, you know, the well-being of your mood, your overall happiness, and capability to let in more joy. So I thought that this, uh, getting tongue-tied, words are hard today, I don't know why, I thought that this would be a good starting point. So we'll just go through the five points here. And real, Uh, real quick, disclaimer, we're
0: not talking about quick fix or, you know, Temporary highs or like immediate satisfaction. We're talking about true, deep embodiment of happy, like true well being and happiness, and being able to bring yourself back into that. Uh, so, just want to put it out there.
1: Yeah. So. How to create a happy life in a really holistic and sustainable way. Yeah. And to have a happy life, also, I think it's important to mention. You don't need to feel happy every single moment of every single day, right? To expect this of yourself is to set yourself up for failure because one, it's impossible. We live in a a world of duality and contrast and that's what we signed up for. And two, like it's not very self-loving to expect yourself to be happy all the time. And then when you're not happy, you're going to be hard on yourself. You're going to be judging yourself and that's going to take you away from happiness anyway. So is it even genuine at that point? And then we get into the toxic positivity realm, which we are not talking about. (laughs) Right. So with all those disclaimers being said, we want you guys to build a really happy, resilient life from the inside out. And these are just some of the ways that Lindsay and I have found to be super helpful so far in our daily lives and in our lives, um, working with clients as coaches and um, just being a hypnotherapist and an inspirational author and all that. This is what we have found. To be very helpful so far. And you know, in 10 years, we might have to record another episode and be like you guys. We also found these ways that are also very helpful. So with all that being said, are we ready to dive in? Let's do it. Okay. So the first thing that we have learned about happiness so far that really, really helps is to understand that happiness is a choice, Yes, the naysayers out there are going to argue with me and say, "Well, I don't always choose how I feel. I can't just choose to be happy and be happy all the time." I'm not talking about in the micro. I'm talking about in the macro as a choice for your life. It all starts with choosing happiness, choosing to feel more joy, choosing to change your mind in ways that are going to help you get there, choosing to let go of the things that are no longer serving you that are keeping you from feeling happier. You know, it's all starts with choice and this is a choice that you're probably going to have to make over and over again in the same way that long-lasting marriages couples choose to love each other choose to be with each other over and over again it's like you're choosing happiness again and again and again it's like an extended never-ending meditation instead of coming back to the breath every time you notice you're distracted you're coming back to the choice of happiness every time you notice that your life is derailing from where you would like it to be i
0: think There's a choice in everything. So Kelsey and I are never going to, you know, invite you to try something or do something that we don't do and that we don't understand is completely difficult. I have days where I don't really want to be happy. And it's not because I love feeling sad. It's because it's needed at some times and you need to feel through it. But it's still a choice. I could ignore it. I could bypass it. I could distract myself. I could do all kinds of things to not feel the sadness. But I choose to. And that is also very, very important. So when we say choose happiness, it's not because we think it's like that easy. It's because you can. (laughs) It's because you can. And it's supposed to be hard sometimes. And that's, you know, we say this a lot, but this is why we're human. This is why we came here. Um, When you can understand that there's two sides of the coin, both of them are a choice. Some days I choose to process my anger, my frustration, my impatience, my sadness. Some days I choose, okay, well, I'm done with that. I think I've done everything I can do with that. So now I'm going to invite joy into my life. And it really can just be like, what do I want to do right now? <laughs> what do I want to do? And just do it. And that is a form of choosing, choosing to be happy. Uh, I'm trying to teach my six-year-old this at this moment. So I think that's why it's such a good topic right now. But yeah, it's it's hard. It is hard. It's not, it doesn't always feel like you have a choice. And when you feel like you can't choose happiness, there's a good chance that it's probably because you need to work through some stuff uh, that isn't resolved or that needs to have attention on it just for a little bit. And then maybe it will be easier to choose happiness when you feel like all that stuff is kind of, you know what I mean? like evil, Like dulled a little bit. We're going to soften the edges and then it might be easier to choose that.
1: I like that example that you gave of choosing to feel sad or choosing to process anger, choosing whatever you find present in that moment, because when I talk about choosing happiness, yes, it can be in smaller moments like, oh, right now I'm in a place of non-resistance. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to choose to think a happy thought or I'm going to choose to enjoy this moment. But really, I'm talking about on the more macro level, like for my life, I'm choosing yeah. well-being. For my life, I'm choosing happiness. And there's always space for you to choose however you want to feel in any moment. And we're not saying that you shouldn't choose emotions that aren't happiness, which we will get to in another part of what I've learned works All for creating it. a happy life. Um, because if you're trying to deny, suppress, disown, reject feelings that don't look like happiness, mm-hmm. that's actually counterproductive to creating a happy life because authenticity, healing, growth, expansion are ultimately what are always going to lead you back to your well-being, to a stable mood, to feeling better. Um, So I think that's a beautiful segue into the next bullet point of what we've learned about happiness so far, which is that healing helps and distress will hold you hostage, meaning If you are in distress, emotionally, physically, whatever, if there's healing that needs to be had and you're going straight for happiness without going through the healing, you are going into the realm of what like spiritual teachers would call toxic positivity, right? You're bulldozing how you actually feel. You're bypassing what you actually feel and- uh, I've found that allowing all feelings to be heard, to be valid, to be processed, to be expressed is actually the fastest way to keep coming back to happiness and to keep choosing happiness. because if I'm sad, now yeah. i and I allow myself to cry it out, or I'm angry, I, I allow myself to journal about it. If I'm, you know, feeling jealous, I allow myself to just make that okay to feel like that sometimes. I can heal that, move through it and come back to a space of well-being, wholeness, happiness. It's when you don't address the sadness or the anger or whatever hurt that you're experiencing and you try to just put a happy face over it. That's when you're going to rot from the inside out. Ooh, evocative <laughs> imagery. <laughs> you are, will literally poison yourself with your own emotions if you don't make it okay yeah. to feel how you feel and I think a good practice in going for more happiness is anytime I notice I'm feeling something that doesn't look like happiness that's my invitation to be with myself to process to heal to work through it to move through it and on the other side there's going to be relief and when you can get to a space of relief then you can come back to a place of happiness in a genuine authentic holistic way
0: yeah And I think it's important to talk about why we do that. Why don't we just feel our feelings? Why is it so damn difficult? And I think it really comes down to fear. We're afraid of the emotion because of what we make it mean, because of what we think will happen uh, if we feel it. And maybe we can't get out of it. Maybe it means I'm not worthy. Maybe it means I'm an idiot or whatever you want to say, whatever your voice tells you. But when you can let yourself not be afraid of it anymore, it kind of, I don't want to put it in the way of like losing its power, but it does give you more power to get the value from it and learn more about yourself and have more compassion for yourself and what you're going through. Because again, nothing comes up by accident. You don't feel the way you feel for no reason. And when you, when you can start to listen with compassion instead of, Uh, ignoring it with fear like your world will change everything changes you you're able to see so much more and understand so much more about yourself and that that is the true path to happiness I I say this a lot but I don't think you can ever know yourself and not love yourself no one can ever know themselves and not love themselves and when you can love yourself gosh happiness hello Opening the door to all sorts of good things when you're able to do that. So, you know, we all have different reasons for trying for uh, not feeling our feelings or not wanting to do that. But I think if you really examine it, for for a lot of people, it is fear. I don't want it to mean this about me. I don't want to feel it. What if I get stuck? You know, those kinds of things that we've talked about before. Um, Anyway, hold compassion for yourself for not wanting to feel it, and then do it anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is fear. And I also think it's lack of education. Like nobody ever taught us how to be with our feelings. Very few people have modeled to us growing up what a healthy relationship with your emotional body looks like.
0: And usually even the flip side, don't don't cry. Don't be sad. Right. You're fine. It's okay.
1: Think positive. People with good intentions have talked you out of feeling your feelings plenty of times. So then you just get trained to ignore them, suppress them, deny them, suck it up, move on already before maybe you're ready to move on, you know? And it's like not to say anything bad about our parents or our caretakers, but they didn't get education either. (laughs) So it's just been passed down the line of like- dysfunction and not having an intimate healthy relationship with your emotional body so really it can start with you and mm-hmm. if it starts with you then it can be passed on to your kids too in a healthy sustainable way of like okay here's how we can feel our feelings without hurting ourselves without hurting anyone else so as to keep coming back to a regulated state to a state of wholeness well-being and then you have the space for more long-term happiness so
0: yeah and spoiler it's not going anywhere. Just because you don't feel it today doesn't mean it's evaporated. Just because you shove it down so far that you don't feel it or consciously acknowledge it anymore doesn't mean it's gone. It's going to come back. It's probably going to get louder because there is a message that needs to be heard. So that's kind of like, I don't know, what, did you, what do you say? The non-sexy part? Totally. <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> it ain't going anywhere. So, you know, empower yourself. We're doing it too. It's hard. It's not something that's
1: easy, but you can it gets easier on it it does get easier yeah it does get easier with practice and if you're like okay Lindsay and kelsey you guys always tell me to feel my feelings but you don't tell me how like how do i actually do it i have so many resources for this like i literally think i have a meditation for this on my website i know there's a lesson on it inside of radical self-love where i walk you through the process step by step um this is basically what I do with my clients. Like there's so many resources for like how yeah. to feel your feelings in a healthy way. So if you're like, I don't get it. I don't know, like go to one of our websites. <laughs> there are resources for you.
0: Or I would, yeah. And I would even say, yes, absolutely. Especially if it's something that you've been practicing shoving down for a very, very long time. But I would even say like, you know how, you know how your body knows how to feel stuff. You, Your mind knows how to feel stuff. It's something that you already have. You probably just don't want to. And so you feel like there's like a technique for it or, you know, just feel it, just feel it. You just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just, you just don't want to do it.
1: Well, but and I you think, know how to do it. I think people get confused too the difference between feeling their feelings and thinking their feelings. Right. I think a lot of people who are thinking about their feelings think that when they think about their feelings, that they're actually feeling their feelings when they're not feeling their feelings. Feeling your feelings and thinking your feelings are two different activities. (laughs) Tell me what feeling your feelings looks like to Kelsey. What does it look like? Okay, so feeling my feelings, let's give the example of anger. If I'm angry, this could feel like my body's heating up, my heart is closing, I have an urge to punch somebody in the face. I'm sitting here getting warm and I'm just connecting to those sensations of anger and I'm watching them move through my body. I'm not necessarily connecting to the thoughts associated with the anger, Mm -hmm. the story that triggered the anger. I'm not judging myself for being in anger. I'm literally just holding space for the energy of anger to be present in my visceral body. And then I'm noticing how it feels, noticing how it moves, breathing through the experience. And pretty soon- It gets less and less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you find relief.
0: If you love the ambiance of sitting in a coffee shop while you work, but can't always get out of the house during your workday, then you'll love the Coffee Shop Sounds podcast. It's released bi-weekly, totally free, and features high-quality immersive background noise from America's best coffee shops. What a cool idea. Imagine having that amazing coffee shop atmosphere anywhere you're working or studying. And it goes great with music or by itself. Check them out totally free at sounds.coffee, and from there, you can find them on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Once again, that's sounds.coffee. Enjoy. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand, right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal, and that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. I love that. And I love that you use the body because that's the best way to get out of the head is where is this in my body? I do this with clients all the time. Where do you feel this in your body? What color is it? What texture is it? Is it staticky? Is it electric? Is it water like flowy? What is it? Um, And if you can't come up with any, with one of those, you can come up with something. So where is it in your body is such a huge way to anchor back into the body because that's where we feel that's where we feel everything. Butterflies in the stomach, you know, stress in the shoulders, whatever it is, that's where you feel it. I love that distinction, thinking your feelings versus feeling. If you want to drop into the body, where do I feel this in my body? And you can use that for good stuff too. Where does happiness live? Where does that live? And
1: breathe deeply while you do this observational exercise of Don't forget to breathe.
0: (laughs) That's like one
1: of the most important parts to just help it flow freely. Release judgment, Breathe deeply and just watch what's happening as you're feeling what you're feeling. Let it happen, right? Like, let it happen. It's not going to always be pretty, but it will always be helpful. Word. That sounded nice. Very poetic. I like it. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Moving on to the third thing. So, so far we've talked about how happiness is a choice. It's something you can choose over and over again. We've also talked about how healing helps and distress can be holding you back. So it's important to process your feelings so you can come back to a space of happiness. And now number three is the reminder that happiness is a practice and not a destination. Don't you just love it when people say that? I freaking hate when people say that. I think it's so annoying, but now I'm just being one of those annoying people who's saying it. Because it's true. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: the same way of being like when you say happiness is a choice, like you can't choose your circumstance, but you can
1: choose your reaction. You're like, ah, what? (laughs) Well, I would say you can choose, yeah, your response, your response, your reaction is like, can't really choose your reaction. You're just going to react naturally, but your response can choose
0: your response. You can choose your, um, yeah, your attitude towards the situation. What you have control over is your
1: demeanor. And I think that's what we mean when we say it's a choice, love the cliches. (laughs) <laughs> They're there for a reason. <laughs> Keep, Keep work them coming. It's a practice, not a nesti- not a destination. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a practice of, I feel like it's really a practice of like adding things to your life that bring joy and happiness and subtracting what doesn't work for you. And just like, yeah, even if that is the most simple exercise of going through your day or your calendar and being like, this is something that brings me joy. This is something that sucks the life out of me. And just noticing those distinctions and taking control of your life in an empowered way and being like, okay, how can I add more of this and subtract some of that and put more of this into my schedule and Take Mm -hmm. away some interactions with that person who just makes me crazy every time or whatever it is, you know, like you have choice here, but you don't have the choice until you have the realization of what's working for you and what's not. So I feel like the practice is what's working for me, what's not, what brings me happiness, what keeps me from happiness? And how can I use the equation of adding happiness, subtracting unhappiness to create Mm -hmm. more happiness?
0: And there's been this theme lately around uh, my life. And uh, Kelsey, you're the one that kicked it off, actually. Actually, Daniel, Dan the man kicked it off.
1: Dan the he man. Said,
0: Dan the man, all-star. <laughs> when he said, what do you want? And made the distinction that it may not be what you thought you wanted. It may not be what you used to want. It may not be the same thing that you wanted a year ago, a month ago, whatever. And me and Kelsey did this exercise. And Kelsey had this like, oh. <gasps> oh my God, I don't want what I thought I wanted. And since that day, so many themes around uh, that have been into my attention have been around like, doesn't matter what you wanted five minutes ago. It doesn't matter what made you happy. And that's why I bring it up. It doesn't matter what made you happy a year ago. If it doesn't work anymore, give yourself permission to acknowledge that what used to work may not work anymore. Because guess what? You're evolving. (laughs) Whether you want to or not, you are growing and expanding and you are literally on a cellular level, not the same person you were before. So, and I mean, like, I don't know what the rate of regeneration is. I think it's like seven years. You're a completely DNA, like a completely new person, not DNA, cellular cellular wise. And so it's okay that what used to make you happy doesn't, maybe there's some tweaks that, you know, you can make that it can make you happy again and that you can come to that place of joy again. But if it's not fixable, if it's not workable to your satisfaction, let it be okay.
1: Let it be okay. Oh, I love this. Also, I was scrolling through to see like what episode this was with Dan. That was really good. Um, It was episode 162. It's called Stop Resisting Your Abundant Nature with Daniel Mangena. Um, And it was really funny. So it will bring happiness to your day. (laughs) He is hilarious. But yeah, in that episode, I forget exactly how he phrased it. So you'll have to go back and listen. But it was something like if you clear and erase, like all the old versions of you and everything you thought you wanted, like starting from this point in reality, like what do you want from a clear slate? And I was just, well, I'm, well, I'm not sure but i think that that might have been in the patreon section it might have been so if you're not so on the patreon, patreon it you're missing out the patreon <laughs> is where we put all the extended versions of the episodes and there's always nuggets that happen off air so we give bonuses um, and stuff yeah yeah so but 162 that was the one that you were referring mm-hmm. to yep yeah and yeah check in with yourself it's just a
0: constant state of checking in isn't it like we're never gonna not check in with ourselves we always do am I hungry am I thirsty do I what do I want right now and you got to do the same thing with your well-being
1: yep what makes me happy it's a practice folks it's a practice because even if you get there quote-unquote wherever the perfect life is for you where you're gonna feel the most happy whatever your vision is like That ain't going to (laughs) last. It's going (laughs) to change. You're going to want new things. You're going to want to up level. So you can't just count on the future to be perfect. And if you like keep waiting for things to line up in a certain way for you to be happy, you're always going to be a slave to your circumstances. And you're not actually empowered in your choice to feel good now. Yeah, And now is your only real opportunity for anything, for change, for creation, for embodiment. Like it's just now, now. and then now is another now, and then there's another now, and it's just the infinite now, right? I feel like we should plug the power of now. (laughs) Right. So if you're not doing it now, like when are you going to do it? I understand if you're going through something hard or, you know, if you're processing, that's fine. You probably will feel happy later. But like, if you have no reason to not feel happy now and you want to, but you're not allowing yourself to now, like what makes you think you're going to allow yourself to feel happy later? If you're not doing it now, that's like saying, Oh, when I'm rich, I'm going to donate 10% of my income, but now you're not doing it. So like, what makes you think you're going to do it? Then it's a percent percent is
0: still 10%.
1: Yeah. Right. So it's like, if you're not doing it now, you're probably not going to do it then. So now's your best shot. If it's available to you, do it, which it is. (laughs) Yeah. If it's available to you and if you want that, then go for it in the now, don't keep putting it off. Which you remember, leads us beautifully to my next my next one. Okay, I don't remember how long ago
0: it was, but there was this ad campaign that was like YNNW. Do you remember this YNNW, mate? It's like if 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 not or sorry if not now when, I N N if not now when yes I N N W, and there was this thing like I don't know why but it was just like W W J D like what would Jesus do but it was if not now when. <laughs> And is, it's a great question to ask. If you can't do it now, when do you think you're going to be able to do it? If you're not going to do it now, when are you going to do it? And I used to do this with relaxation. Like I can relax when I'll let myself, you know, chill out when and I'm just like, there, it never came. The destination never comes. <laughs> right? This. It, there's never a moment where you're like, okay, green light, I can relax. Green light, I can be happy. No, you got to do it. You got to do it now. And you get to, you deserve to,
1: you are worthy of it do it. (laughs) Yeah. I love this perspective and mentality of if not now, when obviously I was just preaching on it for my soapbox for however long, but at the same time, my relationship with it is a little bit tricky because like in some instances it's empowering. Like right now to me, like, okay, I'm going to choose happiness now because I can now is the only time that's real. Let's do it. But in other circumstances where I'm like trying to get things done or trying to hit goals. And if I tell myself, if I don't do it now, that's never going to happen. Then I just get stressed. So (laughs) with that nuance, you know, use it to your advantage. Don't use it against yourself. If it feels good, go with it. If it doesn't, you know, throw it in the trash. Um, yeah, but yeah, it for comes me, to happiness, it's it it it's it, a, it depends on the circumstance with that phrase. Yeah. But I do like it generally. But like,
0: speaking. okay, one last thing. I want to get to your last be- piece, but but there's two if, more actually. Two more. Yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> if we knew,
0: if we knew on a deep, deep soul level, on all levels of our being, that being happy and moving toward joy and moving towards the thing that feels good would get us everything we've ever wanted. If you knew that as an absolute truth, this would be a lot easier. The only reason we can't, and that's the law of attraction. That is literally the law of attraction. Choose the better feeling thought, find yourself in joy, be there, know that it's coming and it's going to come. But the thing that makes it so hard is because we, it's just, it's not something that it feels too good to be true for most of us. And so that's, the, that's where the practice comes in because we knew this, kids know this, People that are very closely connected with spirit, like children and, you know, high, highly, whatever vibrational beings, soul level, we know this. It's just on a human level, we have all this 3D crap to deal with the matrix, some would call it. And, and it's, it's hard, but it's not impossible. And it's the law. <laughs> it's the law people.
1: <laughs> it's the law. Just be happy. Cause it's the law. Gosh, what a cool law. <laughs> cool law. Oh, that was like the most bossy, but awesome way to put it. I'm awesome. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So, the next one, the next happiness habit, slash, something I've learned about happiness so far is that it is a lot easier when you give yourself unconditional, this is the key mm-hmm. here, unconditional permission to letting it in. So, this is where we get into the resistance releasing the resistance troubleshooting aspect of what you're trying to manifest. So with anything, if you say or think or feel that you want something, but a part of you doesn't want it or thinks it would be bad to have it, it ain't going to happen, or at least it's not going to happen as quickly and as gracefully as you would like it to. So same thing with happiness. If your goal is to feel better and be happy, but you're not giving yourself permission, you have conditions in the way which sound like I'll be happy when... I'll let myself feel happy when I lose 20 pounds. I'll let myself be happy when I meet my significant other love of my life. I'll let myself be happy when I manifest millions of dollars. If that's the way you're living your life, conditionally, happiness is always going to be out there Mm. and it's never going to be a choice in the now like how we were talking about before. So this number four key piece here is that it's a lot easier to be happy when you give yourself unconditional permission to let happiness in. So, like an exercise you guys can do is take out a piece of paper and write down all the conditions that you have in the way of your happiness. So, I'll be happy when I'll let myself be happy when I'll I'll feel better when blah blah blah. Write those I like all down. This. And then you're just going to go through and be like, nope, and cross them off one by one doing the witchery, doing the magic. And in doing that, you will just be like, eh, I'm not living my life conditionally anymore. And then next to those phrases or on another piece of paper, you can write something along the lines, phrase it in a way that feels good to you. But I can feel happy now or I, I was just going to
0: say that I was just going to say I'm going to take it a step further because if I'm doing this I may I may cross it out but next to it I'm going to say nope I can be happy now I can be happy now I can be happy now it meaning that happiness is available to you now and maybe that's how you word it nope happiness is available to me now reminding your subconscious and your whole being that you are choosing one way or the other. Oh, I love love this Kelskin
1: one. You have to delete the old program and then reinstall the new program. (laughs) This is, I mean, this is something I do with a lot of my clients. And actually the first time I came up with the exercise was in a way that it applied to self-love. And Mm -hmm. in my radical self-love course, I had the women go through and write down like, I will love myself when, you know, I'll love myself when, I'll love myself when I lose weight, I'll love myself when I hit this goal, I'll love myself when, blah, blah, blah. And then just be like, screw that. That day may never come. You're going to withhold your own love from yourself just to try and motivate yourself in a backwards way to try and achieve these things. And here's the thing about withholding. We withhold our own love from ourselves. We withhold our own happiness from ourselves. We withhold feeling good from ourselves as a dysfunctional way, an attempt to try and motivate ourselves to do better, to be better, to create better, to hit a goal, whatever it is. But- I promise you that you don't need that motivation if your desire, in this case, to be happier, is a genuine desire. When you have genuine desires and you're connected to those, you will be inspired to take the correct action. You don't have to motivate yourself. If you find that you're having to motivate yourself or you feel that you're having to motivate yourself, it might not be a genuine desire that you're going for. I immediately have the imagery of like, Kid, like kids, how would you,
0: wh- how could you ever treat a kid like that? Like, I'll give you a hug and a kiss once you finish your dinner. I'll right. give, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you I love you until you get straight A's. Like, it sounds ridiculous. And hopefully, there's no parents out there. Like, I know there's all kinds of people out there, but like, that's not a healthy. That is not in it. Oftentimes, have has an opposite effect. What if energy is everything? What message are you sending to the universe? Oh, you don't want to be happy. Okay, cool. Got it you you you're not ready for it got it yep check got it like what are you what are you sending what would you like to send happiness is available to me now and when you become a match with happiness
1: Tell them, Kels, what happens when you become a match with happiness? (laughs) Oh, the irony. (laughs) Well, when you start feeling happier, all the things that you wanted to be happy in the first place, you'll finally be a vibrational match to them and then they will actually come. But the funny thing is you won't be in a space of like, oh, I needed that. It's Mm -hmm. more just like cherry on top because I'm good to go how I am in who I am doing what I do but then you just get what you want on the side and you're just like, mm, that's so yummy. It does sound, it, I
0: know we know it sounds so counterintuitive to be like, feel it now and then you'll get the thing you want. But that's how, that's the only truth, right? Is like when you become a match with the energy of what you want, what you want will come to you. So cultivating happiness now, joy, peace, freedom, whatever it is, will bring you what you want that will be a match to that it's just i feel like we're it's just, just, just the, the same law drum, but it is
1: just the law guys like <laughs> it's waiting the, for you to say that again the most basic just law the of the law. universe <laughs> oh man okay that's great i feel like we've covered that one check moving on to the grand finale if you're ready to heal from the past start manifesting your highest potential and love yourself deeply through the process You're in luck because I just opened up a few new one-on-one coaching spots. As your transformation facilitator, I help you to expedite your healing, accelerate your growth, and design your life intentionally with me as your unconditional support, guiding, and holding space for you along the way. It's a little bit tricky for me to put into words exactly what happens in each session as they are so unique and my coaching style is deeply intuitive, so here are some client experiences that I will read to you to give you an idea of what it's like. In their words, (laughs) I'm a new and improved version of myself after working with Kelsey. I have so much less anxiety, so much more self-compassion, and in all caps, (laughs) the emotional resilience and freedom I've tapped into is unreal. Another client of mine said I honestly cannot begin to tell you the shift that has occurred for me already. I was in such turmoil before we started working together and now I can access so much more joy and positivity. I have never been able to do this before. Kelsey is amazing. This work is amazing. Even my doctor is extremely impressed by what Kelsey and I have been able to accomplish together. I've tried traditional therapy and while I did make some helpful discoveries in this, I find my healing sessions with Kelsey to be even more life-giving. With all that being said, if you're feeling the call or even just curious, you can learn more about working with me at KelseyAida.com slash coaching and I will link to this in the show notes. Are y'all ready for this? The grand finale of happiness habits (laughs) is that what we found is helpful so far in cultivating more happiness is releasing judgment of yourself Mm -hmm. and your life. When you can release judgment of yourself and you can release judgment of your life, you unleash the flow of happiness, joy, presence, gratitude, all the good, juicy feelings that you want to embody so much more of the time are so much more readily available to you when you can release judgment. And how do we release judgment? I would say there's two ways, through understanding or through faith. Because sometimes you ain't gonna understand what's going on. You're not always gonna understand why your life is happening the way it is. You're not always gonna understand why bad things happen to good people. I mean, we're just not gonna understand, right? But, in those cases, we can have faith that there must be a reason. This must not be in vain. This must be for my growth. This must be for their growth. This must be for a purpose greater than what I know. So, releasing judgment, which can be done via understanding, and if you can't understand, at least introduce some faith into the mix. and i'm I'm I love this,
0: and I think this is beautiful. And I think that, there's one person listening somewhere in the world that's like, "What if I can't do either? What if I can't understand and I can't bring in? Faith? Well, because then it just feels you're too horrible. Hold on, hold on. Judge your life, and that's okay. Yeah. Too.
1: But you're just <laughs> not no, going to no. be happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, gals, no, no. What I was going to say is maybe this would be a good time to play the what if game. If you can't fully believe or or even be open to the idea that like this must be happening for my own good, what if? There was a bigger purpose to this that I don't understand yet. What if? What if? What if? What if, what if, what if? Now, I will say, if you can't even play the what if game, you're gonna you're gonna have some work ahead of you. But if you can, what if? What if this was for my highest good? What if this was for my partner's highest good? What if the people around me are benefiting on a soul consciousness level? It's for the highest good of all. I just don't know what that looks like. I It doesn't feel that way. But what if? You know, we can always do that. Even I, on my worst days, I can be like, what if this anxiety was going to go away in like five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> what if? Uh, we can always do
1: that, right? I feel like that's a place where everyone ground zero can start. Yeah. And the releasing judgment piece too, we were just talking about this with um, – Who were we talking about this with? Someone. Which episode? Why is his name drawing a blank? The stream of David. Oh yeah, yeah, David. We were talking about this with David, AKA Santa Claus. We know you're Santa Claus. It's okay. Spirit Santa. It's fine. Um, (laughs) And we just had him on the podcast a couple episodes back. And we were talking all about this. like What causes most of the suffering in our life is not necessarily the unfortunate circumstances that hit all of us at, you know, whatever times because everybody goes through something, but it's more about your judgment of your life and what you make things mean. You, and, what does he, he said it so beautifully. He's
0: like, your, your assertion that this should not be or something right. like that is like your, your meaning behind it of like, this should not be happening is what
1: is the pain. That's the pain. Right, that's what's causing more suffering than is necessary. So releasing judgment is usually what I've found gonna lead to more happiness because think of it this way. Let's say, let's give an example. I feel like we have to give a big one. Okay, let's say like your dog dies. That's sad. That's so sad. It's a natural part of life. It sucks. Okay, but it has to be more traumatic. Yes, thank, thank you. It has to be like a traumatic death. And obviously- You're allowed to be sad about this, mourn, grieve, do everything you got to do, be mad at God. It happens. But also like you can make this mean, oh, like God is punishing me or my entire life sucks or I'm never going to be happy again or, you know, whatever. I did something bad karmically to deserve this. Or you can just release all those judgments and say, you know, this is what it is. It's a natural part of life. I'm really sad right now, but it doesn't mean anything about anything bad about me or my life. I think it that sucks a lot of temporarily, but I'm gonna be okay. That's a very different outlook than I'm being punished by God or I have bad karma or bad things keep happening to me. I think
0: with the with this example too, it comes a, a lot of like did did my dog suffer? Could I have avoided his? or her pain, you know, things like coulda, shoulda, woulda, like regrets of what you feel like you could have done to prevent it or maybe make their passing easier. Um, I feel like that needs to be touched on because that is, if you're a dog owner or any pet owner, like that is number one on your mind is like, was it traumatic for them? Uh, They must've been so confused. I miss them so much. What am I going to do without my companion? And that's where the grief comes in. But like, as far as why did it happen? I think it's a good, it's a good point of, introduce like asking those questions what are what what are your questions where what is your anger saying what is your uh fear or sadness or grief saying and then addressing those because it is going to be different for everyone but I think that the the bulk of what you said is is true of like why did this happen to me why did this happen to my dog what did I do what did what what you know what's going on here and just kind of coming back to
1: it is what it is no it's horrible but just like not the best context for that phrase you know yeah <laughs> we are heartless monsters on this show uh just kidding yeah but I, we we all I have mean, those traumatic to give a more stories. extreme example and show like how resilient people can be we just had rohini on in a recent episode, and she lost her baby daughter. Trigger warning. I mean, trigger warning, Kels. Trigger losing, warning. Losing a kid is like one of the worst experiences you can have. I, I don't say, even want to talk about it. I don't want to think Earth. about it. But the point that I'm trying to make is that she released the judgment of it, and mm-hmm. she used the akashic records to try and gain insight and understanding as to why it happened. And she didn't make it about her. She made it about her daughter's journey and like, oh, her soul needs to keep traveling. She had to do what she had to do or whatever the case was. Um, And I think there's a lot of healing and releasing of pain to be had in that practice. So just to keep giving extreme examples, I wanted to toss that one in there and encourage everyone to go back and listen to that episode with Rohini because it was really amazing. Every single one of us
0: has trauma, I think. Varying degrees, but every single one of us has that one thing that sticks out in our mind. That's like, oh, I never thought I'd move on from that. Or maybe you're going through it right now. And so, asking those questions of what is my pain trying to say? What is my anger trying to say? Uh, what am I making this mean? Why do I feel like this is so horrible? And it may seem obvious, but really, really ask: Why does this feel like the end of the world? Why does this feel like so horrible? And and just be with yourself. And that goes back to feeling, you know, feeling what you feeling, what you feel helps you to release the judgment, which it sounds, it does sound like release the judgment. Okay. So I'm just supposed to not care. No, no. I hear you listener, fictitious listener. I hear you. You're not supposed to not care. You are supposed to move in a direction and you can't really move when you are stuck in the feelings that you feel like you're never going to get over
1: yeah, I don't think you have to not care in order to be able to not judge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's in making your life wrong or making your experience wrong that you're going to block your flow of happiness. yeah, more than yeah. You we don't
0: to. want to block anything. and that's that's the point we're trying to make. We're, we want to encourage and invite opening, expanding. and uh, it doesn't always look pretty, but you can do it. And you're just 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 releasing the blocks that's keeping you from that. And and again, feel it. <laughs> like, don't don't be like, okay, I'm moving on now. We're good. No, it's not reasonable and it's not expected and it's not possible. Feel it. But when you're ready, happiness is always available to you. Some form of happiness. It may look different, but it will still be happiness. And you get to have that. You just do.
1: And this brings us back to the practice of you know, releasing what's blocking the happiness to make more space and cultivating what does help you to feel good. Having a practice in the morning that sets you off on the right foot every day that you can do that. Um, There's so many different tools and perspectives and practices out there to help you cultivate more happiness. And hopefully this episode is just giving you some fundamental ideas of what works, what doesn't, um, so that you can have a really practical how to cultivate more happiness guide. So yeah, let's do a little recap. So number one, happiness is a choice. Probably have to choose it over and over again. Two, healing helps. Distress will hold you hostage, process and move through things. Three, happiness is a practice, not a destination. Four, happiness is a whole lot easier when you give yourself unconditional permission to let it in. So let's just get rid of those conditional ways of living right now. And five, release judgment of yourself and your life. When you do this, you will unleash the flow and the potential for more happiness. Yay. Yay. (laughs) And are you going to still have bad days? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, just because you have a bad day doesn't mean you don't have a happy life. But this is a guide. It's just a guide
0: to help you come back to your natural state of being, which is health and well-being, and
1: dare I say happiness. Yes. And I want to point to a resource that is one of my books called affirmations for happiness, which is a crowd pleaser. This is my only book that has all five stars on Amazon. So the people freaking (laughs) love this book, which is awesome. I think people just love feeling good and happy. And it's really just like, 200 which took me a while to create 200 different ones not just keep channeling the same ones over and over that part was hard 200 beneficial perspectives mantras affirmations to just start your day or end your day or you know give a little pep in your step in the afternoon and just cultivate a little bit of happiness like one perspective shift at a time or Mm -hmm. one affirmation at a time or you just dive in and you read something that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. And the book is just like a little sunflower you can take into your day. So I would love to point you guys to that resource for your happiness practice. And um, Lindsay has some tools for you guys too.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're all about resources. I think the, well, inside my membership, Align Your Mind membership has some toolkits available to you. And one of them is the Mindset Reset Toolkit, which really helps you get out of any kind of energetic or mindset rut. And as we just talked about, cultivate more joy, more happiness, more high
1: vibrations. Yes, and this is the unblocking to Unblock yourself to the happiness. And then once you do the unblocking, then you read the book to bring in the happiness. Ooh, yes. Boom. That's a one-two punch right there. <laughs> we will never steer
0: you wrong, guys. Between the two of us, like we got everything we really do um yeah so so if you want to join the membership uh lindsayrobinson.com join the membership go get kelsey's book and just you know do what we've start practicing what we mentioned in the podcast today and if you just want one place to start what would feel better what would feel good right now and just go do it start practicing that
1: Do everything we said in this episode for 30 days and then write an email to us Ooh, letting us yeah. know how it went. Hashtag it accountability.
0: Especially <laughs> if you're in the Patreon, it's very, it's a lot quicker. Just leave a comment below this episode.
1: I want to hear about it too. So yeah, um,
0: Patreon is s- just easier. You probably should just join the Patreon.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, let's head over there. Keep this party going over there. Um, I would love to use the book as like an Oracle deck. And then sure. we can pull an affirmation for happiness from the book, which is like, honestly, how I tell people to use it. Like, don't even read it page by page. Just flip to a random page. and yeah. be like, What do I need to feel happier today? And then just soak in that medicine. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. We're going to go over to the Patreon. We love you all so much. Have a happy week. Enjoy your life. We love you. And we will talk at you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our High Vibin' it community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe. Every week we're coming out with new content for you guys and you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes if you want to be also in the loop that way. And be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content,
0: extended episodes on video, and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick, and super fun to be there. Also, leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one.